back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. Today we're going to be reviewing Coffee and Kareem as well as Vivarium. And this is episode 14. Now we're doing our weekly uh, COVID updates. Guys, if you are sick, please stay <laughs> home. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jacob, for pointing, pointing that out. I don't think we've heard that yet. So very important PSA. Well, I just had someone come in who knew they were COVID positive, came in anyway, could possibly infecting everyone, all us essentials who are working. That's Jackson for you. Yeah. And then proceeded to walk outside and throw up in our parking lot, then leave. So we had to clean that up too. They make you do that? I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they did not. Farmer says, go out there and clean up the puke. Go clean the puke up in the parking lot. <laughs> no, I did not. But we had to clean it, like bleach it yeah, four right. times. Yeah. And I had someone come in and deep clean the entire place. All because someone couldn't stay home and not go outside and infect other people. And they knew they knew that they were positive yeah they which is knew. worse than yeah not knowing and yeah. accidentally doing it yep they knew didn't care Classic. so stay inside if you're sick yeah for real stay inside as much as possible send somebody else general. to pick something up for you like go through the drive-through yeah exactly yeah <laughs> don't walk inside there's literally anything. a service that will deliver anything to your door now we do it <laughs> yeah exactly right aid so stop well, there we go. All right. Good COVID update. Uh, you want to introduce this beer? You bought it. Well, that's true. So this was actually supposed to be your pick, wasn't it? But yeah. anyway, I was in Grand Rapids driving through Grand Rapids USA. for work. So I thought, hey, why don't we get something that we've never had? You said you've been wanting to try this brewery. It's pretty much brand new. Yep. So this is from City Built Brewing Company in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, Four nine two. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's an imperial stout. Five oh three. Dang. Imperial stout, uh, cacophony society. That's what it's called. Yeah. Well, that's a cacophony society. Cacophony society. Twelve and a half ABV. Whoa. Yeah. So we got a crawler of it. So that is, uh, this is five o'clock. At yeah. Night so there's no. Um, this episode. Yeah. So there's no description on there. Let me look it up on Untapped real quick. If you know anything about. Uh, city built now is the time to mention I it. I do look recognize it looks like the logo is based on the Blue Bridge yep. in downtown mm-hmm. or a bridge. Yeah, so this it's is on Monroe's Ave. So, yeah, it's right on the uh river. Okay, so here's <laughs> this is from uh Untapped the description. Uh, it's a triple barrel aged imperial stout aged in rye, wheat, and barley whiskey barrels, then blended. Touch of molasses, turn off society's harsh, discordant mixture of sound and have your taste buds yelled at instead uh, by a cacophony of flavors, aromas, and intangibles. That's why it's cacophony. Because yep. it's cacophonous. So we only got one can here, so get get it right. Okay. It's going to be a good is your only attempt. Goes, guys. Ready? ASMR in three, <laughs> two, one. Right in the face, too. Beautiful. <laughs> Wolf, boys, what is it? Is it like the smell? I is, wonder if it's gonna be anything like. Better I got it in my eye, so I'm already hammered. Curmudgeon's <laughs> better half by Founders. That is molasses. Right to the bloodstream. Yeah. <laughs> Put, 
drink it in your Straight eye. Straight to your eye. Avoid that first pass effect. Cheers. Cheers. It smells like, like fruit. Like better half. Mm. Yum. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. It is. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Very velvety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has that mouthfeel like uh, like uh, KBS does, where it's like velvet on your tongue. Dark yeah. fruits. Doesn't taste boozy, though, like most, you know, like some stronger. It kind of reminds me actually of maybe a little bit of Backwards Bastard. Mm, can't think of it. It definitely does have a fruity. Like cherry. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like is there black cherry? cherry. Is there cherry in it? Ra- uh, raisin. Maybe dark fruits. It's delicious. It is, it's pretty good. <laughs> Recommended. Um, this is the first beer. It's got a d- yeah. weird um, after. It coats effect. the tongue, but I like it. Hmm. It has a nice little warmth too that like warms the I soul. Get a, well, it also doesn't taste very hot right now, Kyle, because it's too cold. Doesn't taste stouts, hot. Oh. Stouts are supposed to be served at sixty-five, and this came out of the fridge. Yeah, yeah. when it's so when it warms, warms up, up a it will. Bit. It's gonna taste yeah. even better. We should definitely let it warm up a little bit. Don't don't do you guys this and I think just it's chug good. it. I think it's good cold though. Yeah, it's but it'll good. taste. I guarantee better when it's warmer. I think it'll have it'll more flavor different. warmer, but it tastes pretty muted. Yeah, yeah, the flavor will come out better. But anyway, like I said, this brewery is brand new. Would you say June last year? Yeah, it's not, even a year ago. it's not even a year old. So usually we try to have some information on the brewery itself, but not much, not much to say because these guys are brand new. But I definitely would go back and check out more of their beer. Oh, yeah. I want to try, like, a different style for sure. Yeah. Me too. Because stouts sometimes can be easy. Mm-hmm. Someday, Not easy, but... Try, like, an IPA. Then... Someday when we're allowed outside again, maybe we can go to GR. And... Yeah, I know. All right. Well, you guys want to get into these reviews? Yeah. Mm-hmm. First up, uh, let's do Coffee and Cream. Um, Coffee and Cream is directed by Michael Douse, written by... Shane Mack stars Ed Helms, Taraji P. Henson, Terrence Little, Garden High, uh, Betty Gilpin, and say Ron Ron Rako Lee. That's about it. That's about it. Came out this year on Netflix. Uh, let's take a listen to a clip. What the hell is she doing here? I thought we could settle this thing like police officers. Okay, I did lose my temper and say some things uh, that were harsh. The suspect was not handcuffed properly. I don't know if Choi messed wow. up. Wow, way to take responsibility. Why stop at blaming Choi? Why not blame your PTSD as a result of your ex-wife leaving you to go blow half the Lions practice squad? That should give you uh, a sense of the abuse that I detailed in the report. Okay, plot synopsis for Coffee and Kareem reads, 12-year-old Kareem Manning hires a criminal to scare his mom's new boyfriend, police officer James Coffee, but it backfires, forcing Coffee and Kareem to team up in order to save themselves from Detroit's most ruthless drug kingpin. What'd you guys think of Coffee and Kareem? So, I mean, I went into this knowing exactly what it would be, so it's not like I had any high expectations. I saw what I mean, what it was, and I'm like, okay, it could be fun still. And I thought it was. I laughed a few parts there was something i mean it literally does nothing new (laughs) and some of the negativity that they put on like detroit i don't like but yeah it's a little far-fetched it feels like it's by people who haven't been to detroit yeah it feels like a stereotypical view of detroit like versus actually detroit but But i mean 
usually the majority of the time you see movies set in like LA, New York and you know, there's that. Yeah. That's why I was torn between it. Cause I'm like, it's cool. That's in Detroit. Cause it gives yeah. it more spotlight, but then it's like, but the spotlight wasn't good <laughs> that it put on Detroit. So, yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, there is a crime problem in Detroit, but yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying. They didn't show any of the good parts. They yeah. Made, yeah. They showed all the rundown, terrible parts. Yeah. I didn't think it was funny how they brought in like the connection to Canada at the end. Cause like, Oh yeah. The, I they're like they're the ones that end up like wanting to buy the drugs. Like they're many, they're brought into Detroit and then they're sold to like across the border. But anyway, yeah, I did like that because it, I mean, that shows you like a very specific example of something that's very yeah, Detroit. Yeah. It's unique to Michigan and right Detroit. There, yeah. Exactly. But good. But overall, I didn't really like it, and I will definitely never watch it again. But, I mean, it was basically Andy from The Office, so <laughs> that was funny. His parts were funny. Yeah. I did not like the kid, at the, especially in the beginning. Yeah. He annoyed the crap out of oh, me. Oh, I know. <laughs> he it warmed up later to me a little bit. Like, he improved, but for the most part, I really didn't like him. Yeah. I just feel like the the... The worst part about this movie was like how foul his language was, and it was like. Well, I think they were definitely going. I for, get like, what that they feeling. were going for, yeah, but like the hard it was R. it was too much. Yeah, from him, from a from kid. him, because like everyone else kind of like swore, but they weren't as like foul mouthed, and like it was just a little Over too much. Yeah. I can get it; like it could be funny because there's been movies where you have kids that talk like that that can. They can be somewhat funny, but this one was just like corny. Well, yeah. I mean. But I knew exactly what I was going into, so I didn't expect a lot of this. Did movie. you watch yeah. that one movie that was uh, came out last year? The the kid. Oh, Bad Boys? Yeah. Or what? what's it, it called? Bad, bad Boys. boys. Good, um, good Boys. Good Boys. Good boys. <laughs> yeah. The opposite. Of that. <laughs> yeah, The Good Boys. I mean, that was, I thought, pretty funny, and that was really bad. <laughs> you, can was, do, you can do it well, but this script just wasn't. It yeah, I agree. Much. Yeah, the script and writing were, you know, definitely is not the strong suit here. But I know what they were going for, like with that kid, and he doesn't have a dad, and he lives in Detroit, and he's putting on all of that talk is like just a front. Well, yeah, which you find out, you know, so it's it is bad, but it's at the same time it's a little bit believable in this story. Yeah, right. It just I don't know, a little too much at times. Yeah, I was expecting it, it felt to be forced. I was expecting it to be worse than it was. Like, oh, really? I mean, I found, yeah, ultimately, like, it's not great, but it's not terrible. My initial, um, when I initially saw the trailer, I thought it was a girl. Oh, I did. Th- I thought that, too. I didn't Google. even realize <laughs> that it was a girl, was, too. Yeah. I thought watching but, the first five minutes it was a girl, but they were calling her. She identified as a boy, and I was like, oh, boy, here we go. You know, they're, you know, allowing her to have that identity or whatever. Or, you know, if that's her identity, then that's that. And then it really was a boy. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense, I guess. But <laughs> You're like, oh, never mind. Especially when they were in the, especially in the beginning in the bathroom. I was like, oh, okay. I guess that yeah. makes sense. But anyway. Yeah. It uh, was better than I expected, but just as still not good. You yeah. Know, like, it was, I don't think it was, it was exactly what I expected. See, I think this had a weak beginning, a weak ending, but a very strong middle point where like. I wouldn't say yep. anything is strong. I thought it was pretty. Yeah. Funny. Like the middle yeah. was, was like. Better. The middle, which is what they're trying to mine the most, the most comedy comes out of, you know, coffee and cream being together, where in the beginning they're not, 
the end is you know they have to have that stereotype like i don't think they could turn yeah Yeah, the trope of like like, oh we're gonna break up and then you know come back together you know like yeah Yeah, every comedy has that yeah but i don't think like the kid was like funny by himself but once he got with him like their chemistry was pretty good i felt yeah so i felt it was funnier than when it was just those two one scene that sticks out in particular is the gay scene when he's yeah. interrogating him. That yeah, was, that, that was pretty, pretty funny. funny. <laughs> yeah. And all the stuff where like they don't have they don't have these people in the beginning either. They are in the end, but the the funniest parts was was the the gangsters, like the the, the main drug lord and then his henchmen. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, the all other of guy their was interactions. Hilarious. Like I am not for Vine Stars being I was going to say, wasn't he from YouTube King, or something? But, yeah, King, King Batch Vine, King in this Batch, See, I didn't, I didn't watch was Vine. actually really funny. <laughs> I thought he was pretty funny. The yeah. two the two of them were funny. Yeah, both of them. Because like, they the kept doing things. I laughed a couple times at what he was saying. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they kept doing things I wouldn't expect. Like It wasn't as predictable what they were going to do as I thought it would be. So that's yeah. why it was pretty funny. It, yeah. it reminded me a lot of um, Pineapple Express, the two, the two guys that mm-hmm. are tracking them down, how they're supposed to be like such hard criminals, but they're like... They're not, you know. He's and like, then the why same, do you always got to shoot first? The like, same exact scene, the dinner, or like when they ha- are about the to have dinner, and the and they have to run away, and they the people find their food. Oh and yeah, he's eating. It's still warm. <laughs> it's just like pineapple, especially he sticks yeah. his hand in the mac. It's still warm. <laughs> well, then he like he's like, bring the plate with you, and also yeah. bring bring an extra roll or something. I'm <laughs> yeah. craving carbs. My girl got me on this keto bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy specifically was yeah the funniest guy in the movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I thought, like I said, just the beginning was weak and the setup was weak, but the middle, you know, did a lot. Like, obviously that's what they were going for was this, this totally different, different views on the spectrum of, you know, this white police officer, this, this young black kid who's trying to be a gangster. So, you know, trying to be such a hard gangster all the time and just what they get from that. Yeah. The middle part definitely saved the movie. Yeah. Some of the comedic elements were funny. This director is kind of hit or miss. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't even. I mean, see he what has else "Take Me Home Tonight" with okay. uh, Topher Grace, okay. and he did a couple other movies that were like, okay, I get it. Yeah, like his, this is kind of outside of his realm. So I I could see that, but that could also be writing because he did a he's done like he did Stuber, which was pretty bad. Never saw it. I did see that. Someone that I he did Goon, which was Stuber. supposed to be pretty good. What? Wait, so Goon? Oh, Goon. Yeah, he not did bad. Stuber. That's and, him too. And then he did this movie that quick. Wasn't Stuber last year? But but this was, yeah. But Stuber actually got like a wide release and stuff. This, this was, was probably movie. older, this, actually. Yeah, it could. This could have been done first before Stuber. Who knows? Mm. But anyway, um, it was released everywhere on the same exact day. Yeah, April third. Yeah, I mean, I could see that, like, I could see, I mean, it's, I like I said, I haven't seen Stuber, but not making, like, a terrible, terrible comedy. A lot of those are, like, average to good yeah. comedies, and, that's you know, this one, even though it's a Netflix movie, it's probably more close to average, but, uh, do you guys want to get into, like, some details? I think we went over general thoughts. I know yeah. you don't have I mean, yeah, there's not a say. ton of details, because it's, I mean... Yeah, it doesn't it's try to do anything. Yeah, yeah it's, it's there is nothing new that is done here. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely like a lot of nitpicks and stuff because it's not going oh, for yeah. the most grounded or realistic story. But um, I guess we already talked about Ed Helms a little bit. He pretty much plays Andy from The Office, and 
Um, or from uh, what's his name in Hangover? Oh yeah, Stu. Stu. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's got like a little bit more edge to him almost because he was a right. cop and he like he was you know he was a foster kid himself. He said, or an orphan. Um, but yeah, the boy was. I mean, performance-wise, it was it was okay. I think it was more the writing than anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was... I don't was, think it was acted poorly. Yeah, nothing yeah. Was, was like, that was like oh, egregious. that was bad acting. It just seemed... Everything fit this corny. type yeah, of movie. It yeah, I don't think there's anything... Yeah. I Well, well actually, the other one thing I was going to say was Betty Gilpin has stood out as being like... I think it was over the top, and like it might look bad, but... I thought she I think was they good. were going for that type of feel. I, I mean, thought the she's end, coming. Yeah. She was my favorite character from that, actually, so... Yeah, but by the end, I don't know. Like, they turn her... Okay, so she's supposed to be a detective, right? She works in the same yeah. for the D- Detroit Police Force, but she's a detective, and uh, Coffee's just a normal cop. He actually becomes a traffic cop at some point. But she'll, so she's supposed to be a lot smarter, and by the end, like, she turns into, like, this complete moron, it seems like. And I get what they were going for. Like, she was under a lot of stress and stuff, but, like, the things that happen in the end of this movie gets, like, way crazy and yeah. over the top. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. <laughs> I still thought it was. Yeah, I really hard. thought the end was kind of like. One of my favorite parts is apart. also when like they walk in, she's like, yeah, she's, she's like, oh, I, it's like. But that's what I'm talking about. It's like she just starts saying like random gibberish in French with a French yeah, she's accent. She's like, oh, it's like oh, actually a real language or something. That. <laughs> I, I thought, thought it was just words. Just start... It's like a real language yeah. with words and everything. But that's one of the things where it's like <laughs> so stupid that like, you know, way past the realm of of realism it's so stupid that it i mean it kind of it could work but i didn't laugh at you know i thought that that was funny yeah it's like oh it's like a real language everything yeah that's kind of what i'm talking about she just like turns into this complete moron by the end of the movie yeah that scene was pretty bad just in general the the french canadian actors were horrible the whole yeah that's what i'm saying is the whole thing falls apart the movie but that was horrible acting like it was a one scene that was like, wow. Yeah, I, I barely remember the whole last thing. I just... It's, yeah, it's, it's not good. Yeah, nothing uh, really happened. Except yeah. King Bach is pretty... Slight like spoilers. Is, yeah, yeah, it did kind of annoy me. Like, he took, like, so much damage. <laughs> like, and then it kind of got, like, really over the top because everyone else was also having less stuff done to them. And, like, yeah. And he was like... No, I mean, the same thing with King Batch. He gets out of the building. Like, this whole entire building blows up, and they walk out fine. I mean, he's not fine, but... He's half walk. his face. Is yeah, but... Well, you know what I'm saying? It's like... Is. Yeah. King obviously, Bach they would have been dead, <laughs> but... She's like, let's see how this heals up first. We'll talk after that. Yeah, it really jumps the shark, like, for the last act. Yeah, and it just definitely goes does. all in, but it just didn't work, like, as well, you know? Yeah. Because it loses, it loses, like more of the comedy like i said it was funnier in the middle than the beginning or the end and they they give it up for i don't know maybe to go for more action like it's trying to be more of an action comedy which yeah it was I definitely did, like, meant uh, there's some i think it was meant to i did seem like over the top oh no that's what i i agree but it you think didn't it was too much work yeah yeah, yeah. Or it wasn't funny like, it, like if you're gonna go over the, the top there's like, gonna be over the top another police duo movie much better hot fuzz See, like that's not You're serious. Just obsessed with Simon. Yeah, that is though, a great so. movie. And Edgar Wright. <laughs> He's obsessed with Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg. Do you not like Hot Fuzz? I've never seen it. Do you I not? Love hot, I love Hot Fuzz, but it's it's that is in the realm of that's an Edgar Wright comedy. Yeah, I'm saying like this is more like this is like I've already said it before. Pineapple Express. This is more similar to Pineapple Express, where that's has good action and really good comedy, 
this has decent action and decent comedy. Yeah, I was just saying that was a better example of an over-the-top cop comedy. Oh, right, like they take yeah. it. So, yeah, same thing with... Because it's way over the top, too, too they, but, like, it works, yeah. right? Like, it Though they did kind of do like a scene that was from Hot Fuzz. Did you catch that? Him shooting the gun off in the air, which was also Hot Fuzz's homage to another older police movie. So I don't know if that was intentional. Maybe when he's like distressed or whatever and he just fires. Yeah, he lays on the ground, just shoots into the air. Yeah. Because that's what happens in Hot Fuzz. Exactly. But he's doing it because of another thing. So I don't know if that was supposed to be a reference or anything. If not, I feel like it's even worse than... I don't know. I didn't like that scene because it didn't have the buildup like Hot Fuzz did where it mentioned it and then he did it later. And that's why it was funny where he just did it. Well, that's one of the I mean, that's the main difference between these is one of them is is very well written and done has all these amazing setups and payoffs. And this is like more just kind of taking it piece by piece. Like there's there's once they're trying to do a build up and payoff the whole character arc for basically coffee and cream both yeah. of them together. And at the end, I feel like they ruin that. Like by him, what he says to his mom or what he says when his mom isn't around, like is just a betrayal of that character, I feel like. Mm -hmm. So like he wouldn't have said that because he says this one thing or I guess, okay, slight spoilers. He says that I should have left you or or leave your mom or whatever, dumped her. And then she actually hears him say all that. And that's the trope of, oh, we got to have a fight now so that we can come back together in the end. So it was heavy handed. Yeah. Happens in every movie. But as soon as that's over, he's like, oh, I'm, I would throw my life away for both of you, you know, stuff like that. It's like, I just feel like he never would have said that in the first place if he actually felt this way about both of them or his mom specifically. Yeah, that seemed off character to me, too. I don't see why he even really said it. Yeah, it, it like, felt like just the plot device to get them to the point where they can be apart yeah, to yeah. fight and then get kidnapped. They get kidnapped right after. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like super tropey and yeah, it was really forced. Yeah, yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a couple of stupid shit like how but that's many, as soon as how many you, cops carry grenades in their trunk. Yeah, exactly. But that leads right I mean, into the point of what I was no saying. Grenades where and trunks. The beginning is weak and the ending is weak. That's exactly the point where it starts to go from there. It just goes downhill. Like I feel for the rest of the movie. As soon as you yeah, get up to that was point, horrible. Yeah, it was. He did another. They did another grenade scene in it. Oh, I know. I was then like, I instantly I thought about it. I wrote down the whole grenade scene. What the fuck? <laughs> like, because he didn't like. He dude. just got knocked over, and like he's fine. Like he he was like right next to the grenade. It would obviously. Well, they always mess up grenades in movies because they always have fire and stuff too, which is like not a small part of a grenade. Yeah, like it's really small fire. It's all the concussive and fragmentation. Shrapnel. Yeah, that actually yeah, kills somebody. It felt like a it felt like a straight to Netflix movie, so Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean really I would just say used to be like a given. Nowadays it's not as much of a given as I mean, you still have to look at behind I think it's all comes down to this the writing. argument of um what does Netflix produce versus what do they buy? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. There's the, a lot of things that Netflix buys that they have no hand in producing that are good tend to be the better the majority of times that they're bad it's the it's the ones that they end up producing themselves or you know yeah get their hands too much in it yeah so uh i don't think we have much i'll say you know i have a couple nitpick things but why even get into it for this movie yeah i mean if we if i went down into it i could nitpick yeah the entire obviously it just comes down to the writing wasn't as strong but 
but it was know. funny. I laughed. It, it was exactly, like I said, it was exactly what I thought it'd be. Yeah. And I think it was a little bit better than what I thought it'd be. It's, it's better slightly, than I, slightly better than it's I thought better it'd be. It's better than I thought it would be. I, yeah. th- I was thought expecting, very, very as you'd see in my score, I was expecting it to be like, uh, uh, what was that terrible John Travolta movie? I can't remember. Uh, fanatic. fanatic. Yeah. I was expecting that level. So when I actually watch it, I'm like, okay, this is not that bad. Like it's not good, but it's not bad. Like, not just not. I mean, it is bad. I think yeah, it is it's bad. Below average, but, but it's better than it's what better I thought, than it, thought it, would it would be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. So let's get into ratings. And if we're not going to say anything else about it, what are you going to give it? What did we give it? I gave what it. Did you give it? I gave it a two. I gave it a two. I gave it a one point five. Yeah. A heavy one point five. I was between a one point. I rounded up. Yeah. yeah. It was it like could, a one point seven, one point eight. But to looking me. at my scores, it falls closer to one point five for me. So. Yeah. I honestly was almost up going to give it a two and a half, like just make it average. Cause I'm like, yes, it the messed up a lot. Down yeah. That's me too. Sure. It was me bad. too. That's what I'm saying. Once it, it was got two to and a half midpoint. Yeah. Once it got to the midpoint, I'm like, okay, like I can, cause that's average. Right. So I've seen way worse movies than this and it's not like I hated watching it, but then once it got to the end, I'm just like, okay, no, that I got to knock it for that and brought it down to a two. All right, well, that's Coffee and Cream. Our next review is going to be Vivarium, or Vivarium, however you say it. Uh, This just came out digitally. Uh, Didn't end up getting a theatrical release, but this has been on my list for a while. Um, Vivarium is directed by Lorcan, or Lorcan Finnegan. Uh, Also written by him and Garrett Shanley. Stars Imogen Poots, Jesse Eisenberg, um, I guess say the kid. Sheenan, Sheenan, Fit Jennings, Anna it. Hardwick. <laughs> yeah, there's really, I mean, if you know like the story four. of this movie, there's two, yeah, there's three or four people in it. So let's take a listen to a clip. Yonder is a wonderful development. Both tranquil and practical, it has all you'd need and all you'd want. And as for the prices, it's no wonder these houses are getting snapped up. <laughs> I know what you guys are thinking suburbia but there's more to yonder than what you see in these images we've lovely people all sorts of people ready to move in it's going to be a diverse community something different a nice blend where's it located near enough and far enough just the right distance Okay, plot synopsis reads, a young couple looking for the perfect home find themselves trapped in a mysterious labyrinth-like neighborhood of identical houses. What did you guys think of Vivarium? Um, it's kind of, this is difficult. So, like, this is definitely my type of movie. Mm-hmm. I, I like, you know, small cast, indie, like, weird. High Not, concept. What? High concept. High concept, Yeah. <laughs> There definitely is very open-ended expecting you to like get the pic- bigger picture yourself versus mm-hmm. like just feeding you the answer. But I also think I figured out the answer pretty early on and it really didn't like it was dragged on. Even though it was only an hour and a half, it felt too long. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, OK. Yeah. I'll have a... Yeah. I'll go next. But I mean, I thought... The acting was good. Oh, yeah, like I, li- I like the story. 
the it was very obviously CG for a lot of it. Oh wow! But like I, I felt like that even fit with it because it meant it was meant to feel like alien to me. Oh yeah, it was supposed to be fantastical. Exactly. Like, this place isn't real. So that's why that didn't. That still worked for me. It was obvious, but like purposely obvious, I guess. And the budget of this probably wasn't that big. Oh yeah, so I'm sure it was. None tiny. of those Formally. houses, like I mean, I'm sure one of them was real, and then they had to like duplicate it or something like that. Yeah, I'm sure only the one was real. Yeah. Four million. Do. Yeah, it's pretty small. Yeah, I'm sure. Micro only, budget. I'm sure the one house was real and it was just a duplicate of that house. Right. But like, I mean, even the sky and clouds and stuff looked oh, weird. Yeah. But it was like, I but, felt yeah, like that it was, was like on a good, Those weird, clouds yeah. were good. Like, they were obviously. Even the sun was not, like, did not look like the sun fit. at all. No. But it fit perfectly. Yeah. So maybe they did that because of the houses, you know, the limitations of what they could have done with the houses. They're like, okay, let's just all match it together so that it's more believable as this certain thing, given the limitations that they had. Yeah. But yeah, my only real problem with it was the like pacing, I guess. It just, it felt really slow, which again, I feel like was the purpose, but you could have done that and cut off like some time. Yeah, so I'll say that first off that I liked it quite a bit or at least liked it. I'm trying to decide how much um, because I do feel the same exact way that the pacing was like the main issue because mm-hmm. the story and everything is is good and I think it does leave, it has a good, it the atmosphere and the portrayal of how you're supposed to feel is done really well and that's through the acting and stuff that's done well as well. Um but yeah, I just I feel like it could have been a little bit shorter. It's only an hour and thirty seven minutes though. Yeah. Also. That's counting credits, so it's like an hour thirty. Yeah. Hour thirty two. Yeah. But maybe like an hour twenty, I think probably maybe ten minutes could have been cut out. I mean At this could least. be I've heard some people say that it could have been like a like an episode of T V and they feel like it's an episode of like the Twilight Zone. Oh, which is a, true. That's good, yeah. That's um, a good comparison. Feel, if, or Black been, Mirror. It could have been yeah, like Black a 48-minute TV show. Yeah, they probably could have fit it into that time. But I feel like, you know, kind of the length and like Jacob was saying, what they're going for, it fits that as well. So that's why I'm yeah. I'm a little bit torn on it. And I end up, I did end up liking it, but mm-hmm. just how much is, is the question. Yeah. I feel um, like I could have liked it more. Yeah, but. for sure. The concept is really good. With a bigger budget and, you know, maybe like one rewrite, one more rewrite, it could be like really, really good. But yeah. It had a lot of potential, but it was still, I still liked it. Though. Yeah. So that was my general thoughts. Yeah. And we know this is, so this isn't Josh's type of movie. No. So I did not like it. <laughs> I definitely think it was carried by Emotion Poots. Mm. She carried the yeah, film. She was the best for sure. It's Jesse Eisenberg is. I mean, I thought good. I thought he was good, but he didn't really have He's, that many. No, he started off okay, and you like, then it just got to the point where I kind of agree. Yeah, like he, he got, just slowly got worse and worse throughout the movie. Like his actual acting got worse and worse. I just think he didn't have that many big parts in it. Well, really. the thing about some of the scenes that he's involved with, like the dancing scene, like I feel like that could have been an an a point where he would have had the chance to show off some, yeah. some, ac- some acting range. That but part really, really disappointed me. Yeah. I felt like that could have been like I a really actually big see, scene. I thought that was the only, cause that it was, was like the best breaking, scene. You know, I felt like that could have been very poignant, but mm, then I think it was one of the better scenes in the movie. 
I but as far like as it, Jesse Eisenberg goes, yeah, yeah, no, he, I mean, he I don't think he shined in any real part of yeah. the movie. Yeah, like he, he does definitely find, overshadow he does find the entire film. at what he does in the beginning. But that's also him just as Being an actor. Jesse like, Eisenberg, yeah. With, yeah, have you ever seen him show that much range? Like in The Art of Self-Defense, he stays as the same character mm-hmm. pretty much the entire time. Social he Network, confidence. doesn't he? Social Network is the same way. But like Batman v Superman, when he tries to show range, it just doesn't work. See, I never him. saw that movie, nor do I want to. Yeah. So I didn't even know he like was we, in that film. He's typecast. <laughs> yeah. He's typecast, right? Like, he has to be typecast. He's typecast. He's the one character he always is. Yeah. And he was that until I agree. Like, But I don't know. I feel like he just wasn't in it that much later, really. They took no. They, he, like he was like a big part, and then out. all of a sudden he was just like, "Well, he's gone. One, he's two. There's two main characters, and yeah, when you have one that's like slowly gets less and less of a main character, it kind of I felt like took took it away took away from the movie because yeah. then you were just like you never really felt that much of a connection." with him and he's yeah. one of the two guys and two main characters but so you have a main character well, I think that the story is feel, always about is always supposed to be about Imogen Poots yeah you know, well yeah you know because it starts with her and like he was just like introduced in after like 10 minutes into it right eh, I don't think it was that long no not it was no. like four minutes yeah. was it really it was right after this classroom I know scene. it felt she like goes 10 out minutes because sees, the movie felt so long yeah right after she's done teaching she goes out and he's there okay like five to ten minutes <laughs> I yeah, but they had well, like <laughs> four to five. I don't know because like they had the whole classroom scene. Then they walk out. Then she does the whole talking about the birds. And the classroom stuff, scene see. was like a minute. And then they had the whole bird scene in the beginning. Like well, it could have been around the well, opening the intro credits. doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. So it could have been around ten. She minutes wasn't even into introduced the film. in the intro though. Yeah. Less than ten, maybe more than five in between there. Yeah, so it's close <laughs> enough. Okay, whatever. You just made it seem like he seven minutes and forever. No, I'm just saying like he wasn't. He even how he was introduced, it wasn't like he was the main character. He was a side that like inserted in himself into the scene, but it wasn't like. But that's what I'm saying. That I think that also detracts from the movie because you have two characters, and then one of the main characters just doesn't feel like a real main character. But I feel like that was not intentional. But I can get to that. I don't know. I think the premise was good. I like the, but. I th- it definitely could have been in a 48 minute TV show episode and hmm. it like this was a very long hour and a half. Hmm. I think they had there was a lot of fill in scenes that were like re- repetition. There's a few, but a lot of them are, I think a lot of them are good. Like they keep it going. Like there's some, there's definitely a lull in the movie that you feel, but for the most part, the things that they keep adding that are new you know, keep it interesting, except for the things that are like, there's a few things that aren't explained or just are like kind of weird that I wish we knew. Yeah, more the, about. the main, the biggest, the bulk of the movie that should have been explained more was not at all. No, I feel like the bulk is obvious. Like the re, like well, the bulk it, of it is obvious. It is, it's but the small the, things that they add in that are not explained. The, They're like, the, why the, is the that big, there? The big reveal was like, didn't feel big. Well, I think I okay. I agree with you. I don't think it's supposed to feel big. The best part about it is that this isn't a movie that the hero that you know your protagonists change anything or they escape. It's a it's about inevitability. Well, yeah, it's like a what uh, metaphor. What's no? What's the what's the book that's like overwhelming dread? Like the whole movie is just H.G. Wells. What's the movies that are like very dystopian like the whole movie 
It's a Lovecraft. Uh, Lovecraft. Oh, Lovecraft. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, very, lo- I think, like, in that kind of similar realm of, like, no, like, the whole movie, you just don't think, like, it's just overwhelming dread. But it also yeah, wasn't done that Yeah, there's definitely, way. like, a tension there. I think Color don't, Out of Space Don't go and think this is like, a horror film either, because this is Lovecraft. it says horror, and this yeah, is that's, not a horror. Yeah, that's not, it's not in the same... I know what you're going for. It's it's the feeling of dread, but not Lovecraftian dread. It's like not quite uh, Lovecraftian, but was it Kafka or Kafkaesque or something like that? Yeah. Anyway, cacophony. Yeah. Cacophony no. <laughs> society. More like psychological dread. Where I guess if we're gonna get into spoilers, we can now. Um, yeah, this is definitely spoil. Yeah. yeah. So you know the basic premise. If you if you want to watch Vivarium, did I you would even read the it. synopsis? No. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even have no, 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 I meant like anything before. No, no, he's saying, did I read it on this episode? The episode. I did. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what I'm saying is, as far as the wrap up and the finale, it's what I understand, or what definitely what I think it was trying to say, is that this is a metaphor for like, uh, basic living or not basic living, but your your stereotypical suburbia. life, yeah, suburban life, and that. It is kind of like, I mean, they compare it to like a prison and stuff, but, and they don't want to be trapped in this prison. You know, some people don't want to have kids and like, especially in our generation, it's becoming more and more popular. But like back in the day, it's going for like a very fifties nuclear family type of look. Yeah. So that's what the look of the oh, of yeah. the neighborhood is, but they don't fit into that. So they are trying to like break free of that. And so like they're handed this kid, maybe they don't want kids and that, you know, is kind of frowned upon, but now it's becoming more and more popular, so they have to raise this kid. To they think they're going to be released by raising him, and it's just this cyclical nature of of life. Like, you know, everything is just repeating over and over again, and that's the inevitability of she at the end when she says, "What's the mother's job?" and he says, "To die," you know, and yep. it just starts all over. That's exactly what I I got from it too. So for me, it was like. Even in the beginning, they were going to go look at the house, but like, I don't, I don't want to go look at the house. I'm not like into the whole, we're not ready for that kind of thing. He's like, no, just go look at it. And then it's like, when, as you're growing up, you have like all these like dreams and stuff of these things that you want to do, like these exciting big things that you want to do. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to be like everyone else who just falls into it. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're living in a house with a kid and like, you're just like everyone else. You're not special. And then, like, even as it extended the thing. So I think him getting, you know, uh, what was his name even in the movie? Though? Tom. Tom. Tom and Gemma. <laughs> so I think, like, Tom getting sick, that's, like, just showing, like, how cancer and stuff can happen. And it showed smoking regularly. Yeah. So I'm assuming he had, like, lung cancer or something. Well, yeah, even the way they but deal with time. he's not even that old. No, but that's, that's the thing is, though, the, the way they deal with time is, like, when you get into that routine time like flies kid. your life passes yeah, you by look how fast the kid grows in comparison to them so it's like they're but that's the, same, the whole metaphor but, yeah. like time is gonna pass you by like in the blink of an eye you're gonna die yeah you know all these things happen and it's it's shown to be like fantastical but that's the way that it feels is like they think they're young but they're probably in reality old yeah maybe the kid was aging normally and they were the ones yeah. that were you know feeling like and like 
I think it's a stretch. And it's like you always. But want either way, it's a, that's what they're going for. I get what they're going for. He's but digging did it portray it well? I don't think so. When they're like, oh. di- like they start breaking apart, and it's like that happens because you know you have the stresses of life, and so you yeah. start trying to reach out to other hobbies and stuff. That was him digging the hole, which literally is like digging his own grave, right? Also, yeah. And it's like, then you always think, yeah, you'll be released, like the retirement, right? And then sometimes you die before you get to retirement like he did. And so he never got to enjoy back to the life that he thought he would have from before, even though he wanted it. (laughs) Right. So that's what that meant to me, too. And I saw. Yeah, exactly like that. And I I thought that was all good because, look, I got that. Yeah, but that was also it was portrayed. I don't I thought I don't think it was like. Oh, this is a metaphor. I, I think mean, it, it wasn't was very, little. very laid out, plain and simple, what this movie was about. I mean, no, well, but they were trying no. to be obscure about it, but I think it was pretty literal. I think it, it I think feels were, literal it because they described like, it so but it well. also, You don't have to dig too deep to get the answers, yeah. but it's it's portrayed in so a good then, way. That so then what does, feel, what does his alienness portray? What do you mean? Like, what what were they? If, that, if this is all a metaphor, then what were the kids what no, was Martin? i think the overhaul metaphor was like what no we no saying. i know but what was where does where does a kid fit into that it it literal kid i know but why does he why does he have like a guttural throat and why I mean, are I they oh, that's alien? The literal stuff, that's yeah. the stuff that i'm talking about why are they I like didn't... alien creatures you don't it doesn't ever explain what they well yeah they don't explain like the book and they don't explain like the well, what's that, that language that what's the fucking throat. tunnel thing what was the thing he was watching what was it well, that's why I didn't get a higher score, right? Because it's like there are some things I felt like. But that was like a main feelers. drive to the movie. Yeah, may I don't. So like I mean, it there was. could have been yeah. if this if this is correct, there could have been another layer to that that wasn't explained well, which I would agree with. But which, it might be a yeah. stretch in saying that like it's a it's trying to say the only thing I can think of is that it'd be saying that you're you're basically manufacturing parents nowadays are manufacturing these kids that just go out into the workforce and are very. Like monotonous, and I, I get they, what they're he like. Was. They're hypnotized by TV. It's not an actual TV program. It's more like hypnotic, and he's like obsessed with it. He keeps wanting to turn it back on. Yeah, but that's and more. Then, uh, that's more akin to nowadays kids watching TV and phones and all and that kids stuff. Kids are so like. Like I said, it's a stretch, and it's it wasn't portrayed as well, but that yeah. would, that fits, you know, the narrative. And I think it also is like showing like the participation trophy type thing, where like kids get whatever they want. Like he screams, so yeah, you when give he what you it want. It's like, yeah. well, yeah, that was obvious too, right? But I'm just saying. But why was he an alien? I don't. I think that's like well, you it, don't have to take that literally. Yeah, though. you're. Yeah, that's. But no, there was a book that showed like the throat being. Right. But what was it? What? Why? What was he? I just don't think it was important. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the whole scene where she, like like go under the street that didn't really make any sense. No, I thought that was because it's like. They thought they were alone the whole time. Then they go in. She sees other people and realizes that no, everybody's in the same situation. Instead of having like neighbors yeah. in on, the, it's more yeah. like tiered rather than like parallel. So like, because if they were to get, if they had someone together in this, it wouldn't feel like yeah. as dreadful or yeah. well, yeah, you know, was, what they're feeling. But plus now you they feel go like you're deeper alone, deeper. right? You feel like you're the only ones doing this. Go back to a great movie we saw, like. Do you, does everyone feel like they invented love, right? It's like, does everyone feels like they're, this is their first time doing this. So they're alone, but then they realize, no, everybody's going through this. You see what yeah. I mean? But the way that it was done wasn't because it made it seem like it was like, 
different universes. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. But it wasn't done that well because it was like like everybody experiences the it fantastical like parts of this movie when she goes down fit. it's like it's work. red blue green like that's showing that that it's not all happening within her neighborhood it's just a way to show that this is if you go down to somebody else's then like you're the only one or they're the only ones there and they're the only ones there and that's what it feels like it's it's more about just like this uh you know that feeling of anxiety and and depression and being alone like that's how a lot of people or it's, but I think it's like it's, um, it's like kind of like post, uh, pre, or postnatal or postnatal depression, bad. where but you feel like you're alone in it, and that's like, what it's saying. Yeah, it's like saying that, like, like everything we were saying, right? It's like it's not bad, but it's just, but it's portraying that it kids are like a negative. No, it's thing not like a like, lit. That's a literal thing. It's just showing that your life changes like it becomes yeah, something but different no you're not focusing on just yourselves and they would they wouldn't have made it be portrayed as so such a negative thing if it was just supposed that's to be what like, i just said did you hear what i said i said it's more of a depiction of postnatal like when you have depression depression yeah. and like yeah PTSD i get it after having says a kid. your mother like it's yeah you get what it's that's what a it, real thing where like they you know they have these that's totally kind of negative the feelings towards right? their own child yeah. and it can happen it's kind of like the expectation yeah. right? But like a, it makes it like a negative. That's a true. That's a real thing. People know, feel negative towards their own kids after that. Yeah, like that's just but it's showing like an example years. of like a situation that people can feel. It's not showing everybody's situation, right? Like this is. But it was though, because there was like multiple layers of the same. Things yeah, happening. but there's many people in the same situations. Right. But it doesn't mean but everybody it, feels know, the same but, way. I don't know. It's just one example. Yeah, but it made it feel like there's a lot of people go, that go through this, and it's just yeah, there is a lot of people gonna, that go through it, and you're yeah. just gonna be depressed. Even if there's, they should. Yeah. How many but times? Where do they get? You got and th- they don't have. There's nothing in the movie like if there was something that if they wanted to go for a happy ending, then they would have put a metaphor in for like, yeah. uh, like mental health or something like that. But Whereas this person, this person that comes and saves them is a representative of getting, you know. Um, therapy or mental help or whatever but they didn't want to go for I that know, they but there's went, a lot of things went, that you you like that you can't describe because like like what is what is martin then what does he what does he represent when he's older the ki- the same kid yeah it's yeah but what, what is a martin what does martin represent then well it's different be, on, what does he depending on the though? stages like so he was the literal kid. He grew up. Time passed quickly, like Kyle was saying. Like maybe they were actually like also aging, but we didn't see that. And then when he's an adult, now he's literally just completing the cycle. And it's like a different meaning. Yeah, but like why? What was what was the whole traveling through time or whatever? What did that? What did that depict? Like when he went under the fucking. That was what you're saying. Yeah. Is that is showing that there's other people in the, in same, the same situation, situation that feel this way. Yeah, but she he went he went through and went through the door, and then <laughs> yeah. she just kept melting have, through the floor. When you have a dream, do you take your dreams literally? Was it a dream? It's showing. It's they talk about it's dreams in the movie, yeah. and it's very dream nature. I mean, he picks up the curb and just yeah. goes under like it's a blanket. Yeah, Obviously, well, it's not real. I know it's not real. That's what I'm saying, though. The whole so fucking look at that real. and take from that. Obviously, this is not meant to be real. Like, she was so weak. Maybe that never even happened. She was literally falling down the stairs later yeah. and then died. Like maybe she was delirious. 
she wakes up back in her own neighborhood like yeah. and there's no there's all these weird color filters it's meant to be that's like it could have so obviously that could have been be, obvious to show you that it's not real the fact that it's different colors and stuff like right Stretch. Exactly. It's not. <laughs> you it's guys not, do. Though. You guys do these films, and you guys give films too much credit. But we both like got that separately. <laughs> yeah, I got it too. Yeah. So, but it's like doesn't mean it's done well. <laughs> doesn't mean it's done well. If we got it, the then whole it was movie well isn't done. done perfectly. It's not. But it's what they are it going is. for is is clearly there. Yeah. And, it's, and it works. Like for me, it's like I gave it. I think the same score as the platform. For example, like the platform was more heavy handed to me, which it was. Oh, like, definitely. It was like. Yeah, that's the one thing, and they're sticking to it, right? And this is less obvious. Yeah, with but it, the but acting is much better in platform than this is. I, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to judge between that. Yeah, because different languages and stuff. I don't yeah, think but the you actually bad felt like I think no. When the Jesse when he's dying, that scene was horrible. When he's like describing to it, and then he just like gone. Oh no! I didn't. It was no, that wasn't His, bad. Their connection. I didn't feel anything. That, I actually liked that part because it showed, like, again, that was like another example. Like, maybe at parts you get spread apart, but in the end, you guys are. Then together. what was what was the point of his voice changing? Because he's not you, real. I know you guys say alien stuff, but maybe it's like an example of how like your kid can reflect both of you, and it can so show the worst parts of both of you. Because it's a why mix have of a both fake of you. voice the entire time to make it feel more because it's not literal. If he was, right? if he was real, like <laughs> yeah. they don't, know, they really don't want you to feel alien? a connection. What is that describing? They don't want you to what feel a connection to the or? kid. I feel like they don't want you to to make you think because it. Well, I, they want you if you feel anything towards the kid. They want it to be because of what Imogen Poots acts, how she acts then, as a mother towards him, not because of what the kid is doing. It's easy to feel connected to a kid just because they they're a kid. You don't think they to feel connected like, to the kid? No. Not, not for the sake of being a kid. most movies, that's what they, they do. Like, to? they put in a kid, you automatically have sympathy, right? Exactly, because everybody has that human reaction. They want you to feel sympathy They want you to be annoyed by this kid. Exactly. And then, then if show you feel you something, it's because... hatefulness that you feel as a parent who wasn't ready for this to happen. If they make you feel something towards so you the kid, see, it's because of how she acts yeah. as a mother. So you, so you feel you more see that all the bad parts because kids are annoying. Like you, if you sit here now and you see a kid, you're like, you're like, yeah, maybe I want kids, and you see them crying and something. You're like, nah, I don't want it. Like I think it was just showing the bad parts that come with that, and also it's a reflection of both the parents. So and you're you agreeing both, with me that saying that getting a kid is bad is yeah, a negative thing. In this example, yeah. Well, you guys disagreed right. with me at the beginning saying it's not really saying that having kids are bad. It's just no, I saying, said it is saying that. It's yeah. saying very saying it's much trying that to portray that. You're so saying, saying it's you're a negative saying, film because no, yeah, you're disagreeing. Saying that you're saying that having kids that is no a bad movies, thing. Yeah, you're saying no movies should say having kids is bad. No, I'm not saying that they shouldn't. But this one is saying that's that. what it is saying. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. That's they what I took that. from it. It's literally saying like don't have kids. That's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, but I just don't. I just think there was some. But it's like one example that didn't make sense. That were just outlandish for outlandish sake. There are a couple. Yeah, agreed. there are multiple. Which yeah. is why I didn't so get I a higher couple. score. Like I had problems with it, but I still right. think it wasn't like obvious with its metaphors, but it still had those there that I could draw from that I got that like, ooh, that's good. The but, overall metaphor and the feeling it leaves yeah. you with is the most important thing, and that's what works the best. Yeah, I actually that was felt a total was feeling of dread. And that, like, you can't escape this, and this is what's going to happen, and it happens. And they don't yeah. escape it because you think the whole time they're going to find a way out of this, and they don't. They don't, which is realistic, right? Now, right. there's not always a happy ending. Can't escape death. 
Yeah. But it doesn't... Like, the biggest gripe with this film is that I didn't leave feeling anything. The characters didn't really do anything for me. That's because you you wrote your narrative 30 minutes in. Yeah, you. I mean, 30 minutes in, you should... That's a third of the film. You should be... I should either be in or out. But when you're out, then you're totally out. And this movie did nothing to bring me back in. There's movies when I'm like... Oh, like Coffee and Cream. Completely out of it, first act. Didn't want to finish it. Second act brought me back in. This movie just got worse and worse as it went. I don't think so. The one good scene is the dancing scene. But that had nothing to do with the mom either. The mom didn't bring the kid in. The kid did that himself. So you were saying that the mom did everything to make the kid feel that you wanted to feel for the kid. But that scene scene completely breaks that ideology because he comes in. (laughs) Tom literally wants to leave the kid in the car to starve to death. And she doesn't allow that. Right. And you feel like, okay, you know. But then the kid does things that the kid did this on his own, came out and danced on his own. Not because she told him to come out. So your no. entire narrative breaks because you're saying you want the only thing that the kid did was because the mother did it. Didn't say you, that the only all. sympathy you felt for the kid, the only time you you said that you wanted to that or the only time that you felt compassion for the kid was because the mother did things to make you feel for the kid. That scene completely breaks that because what he is the did end that of that scene? I don't Tom think falls it breaks and hits it. His head, he yeah. throws the kid down and she's the one that picks him up and carries yeah. him inside. Listen to this. I don't think that, it breaks it at all. Exactly. I think it's showing that they were trying to have fun as being the two parents like finally get back to the fun that they were having that they used to have when it was just them and then the kid interrupts and maybe you have your happy moments but then it all fell apart quickly after that right. when all they want and then they were separated again when all they wanted was like they were finally reconnecting Maybe that's like your vacation, your re-honeymoon, you're renewing your vows or something. But it was the couple reconnecting and then the kid enters it and ruins it again. And, and now they're separated. What is it, then describe why he got they got locked out of the house when he was an older guy. Like the older kid, the older man was still watching the same TV Because sometimes show. your kids move away and they stop interacting <laughs> with you. Yeah, but he locks them out of their own house. I mean, I think there's more you could get. On a rewatch, knowing everything and like no, I knew to what it was about, but it just no. I'm didn't saying describe that it scene exactly. I can't pull something out of thin air, but upon meditating, maybe come up with something like or have we a, have stated like like we got that separately, right? Right. Like we both have the same thing that we. Pulled I mean, from like it. I said, it was pretty literal what it was meaning. I don't. It was not literal at all. Literal means it like did it right, but it didn't. You just well, pulled. That. I mean. I mean, I think think there was very heavy. I think the general audience is going to think the same thing that you did. They won't get well and it's kind of boring and all this stuff. And there is pacing problems. We already talked about it and there's issues with it, but it's far from, you know, so bad or me. Your guys is rating. If I want to say the things I don't like is more on point with the average than mine is. Yeah, know. you're saying it's lower than what it's. Yeah, you guys are like right on the average. Like what right. everyone thinking is what you guys put yeah. it as. So Could I'm be, thinking yeah. that I'm more of okay, the outlier. outlier. Sure. Okay. All right. Because I did think it was very literal. Maybe I like, just think it's deserving of more. The suburbia, Honestly, like all the houses are saying. Go up. What did the nine? <laughs> what did the nine? After I'm do, talking do about it, had any secret meaning? The what? The, the nine. nine. The number nine. I don't In know. In what case? 
The house. The house was, was nine. nine. Oh, the I billboard when you know. drove in was the nine on the door. Yeah, but I think that could have been just showing you that they all ended up at nine. But yeah, but what, there's obvi- there's got to be something to do with nine. Maybe or else it wouldn't be. I in didn't the get film. that because nothing yeah. else, no other house had a nine on it. They I don't think nine. it was had no important. numbers other than there was one house with nine on it. Yeah, I don't think it was important, really. I don't think it had maybe it was, but I don't. I, I feel don't think like it, it was. I think your it was favorite, just a your favorite uh, meaning to pull for movies. Upside down six is purgatory. There you go. Might be. Go, it definitely was. I mean, Josh. it was definitely no, it also. <laughs> it was definitely also showing like limbo or purgatory for sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, one of the lines, like the if I want to say the we negatives. Are in hell. Yeah, if I want to oh, say yeah. like the <laughs> negative parts of it, yeah, like it was kind of predictable at parts. And like, even though I got all this and like I could see it was well done, like I already knew what was happening a lot of the time, like early on, I'm like, okay, I get it. But I also think other things that brought it down for me was the repetitiveness of it. Like a lot of things, just like it was the day to day grind. But again, I don't know if that was necessarily a fault on the movie's right. part or the fault on me. Just it's showing not enjoying life it. is monotonous. Yeah, like <laughs> most days are nothing happens. Like right. it's just a day to day grind, right? So like I felt that was intentional. But even if it's intentional, it doesn't mean it, it's enjoyable to watch happen over and over. Yeah, I can pull the feeling from it, but yeah, like they do try a yeah. lot of different things and they try to get out and stuff like that, and it's it's different, but it's monotonous at the same time. And like you said, yeah, that might not be fun to watch, but they do try different things to like get there out was a, constantly. And I get that there was a purpose for it, but it doesn't make it fun to watch. Right. What did the... So what, uh, another sort of, I guess, maybe plot hole that I found is he had the cigarette, threw it in the ground. That made the hole. Right. The but grass, the yeah. fire, when them burning down the house, did nothing to the lawn. What did that cigarette with the whole like what did that represent but if you take the if you take the world that they're in too literally like this should this should do this and this should do that then you're you're going you're looking at it too yeah because no, what, what did that have to yeah. do what did that portray what was I the mean, purpose of that, that scene? i think that was just to set up his obsession with the whole right like yeah ooh, but why, something but why weird happened a, there's got to be a meaning or like or, or else there's well it is it's a like hole how hobbies scene. start like a podcast for example like that was just a random thing that happened it's like mm, maybe i'll dabble into that and then next thing you know you're 10 feet underground right yeah like i think it was just him sparking literally like sparking an interest in something and now he's obsessed with it well look at look at exactly what happens he throws it's a cigarette butt that he throws on the grass so he's smoking and then as he's digging, I mean, it shows him smoking once in a while, but as he's digging, he's he's getting sicker and sicker. So, like, maybe digging is actually smoking digging, and he's like digging, digging his own, own grave. grave. Yeah, exactly. The, the cigarette yeah, but, butt led to that. And it's because he was addiction. it showed him many times coughing in the hole. Right. right? In the hole. And every time well, he's, he's done, breathing done digging, he's dirt for yeah, but that's literal. <laughs> yeah, don't look at it literally. Yeah. It's, a lot of it is. But not everything in this movie has to be a metaphor. You asked what no, it meant, yeah, though. you're saying what, <laughs> it what does be. it mean? Then I'm telling what it could mean is this. Yeah. Exactly that. I think that's pretty spot on. He's digging his own grave. Yeah, smoking led to the digging, and, and the then digging he died. Is how he dies, and then he's buried in the hole that he <laughs> dug for himself. Right, and he dragged someone else with him. Maybe she got cancer too. <laughs> like I don't know. It's just like I feel like a movie should. You shouldn't have to be like, I don't know if it's a good movie. I know. I like it. But There's movies that I have to watch four or five times and then they go up every yeah, time. You're going to watch this four like or five times? 
No, I could watch it again and probably I think would go I could up. Watch I think it again. I think it would go up. Yeah, I think it would go I up for me too. See, I think you're writing like, it off just me being talking about it right now is writing your own mean, narrative. Like, okay, maybe it was better than I thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Talking about it's go, it's going up. It's getting better. Yeah, like clearly we're having a good discussion about it. So that mean that's a sign that the movie was effective in what it was trying to portray, right? Yeah. Mm, to have this kind of discussion, like we didn't have this discussion about coffee and Kareem, did we? Like. I think it does. It shows a lot. It's try. It says a lot with a little bit and with you know three or four actors, like we said, three characters in the whole movie in like one place. And it doesn't. There's not a lot of movies that you know do this takedown of the stereotypical view of what society is supposed to be, of what your life is supposed to be. The it's American a takedown dream. of that. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be that anymore. But it's also not American dream because it's not based in America. The, I mean, it's then why? Why was okay? Then what did? Why was she British? They're in Belgium. He's American, and important. all the kids I don't are think American. That's important. Not important. Yeah. The, how? Like they they specifically made her British and him American for what reason? I thought she is British. She probably is British and he's American. So it's they. Yeah, but why are they in Belgium? Why not? We don't know. Matter. Doesn't matter. Do we? I just. I do. We know they're in Belgium. Too much credit. She well, was, I mean, it's obviously... She was speaking English to the kids. Yeah, but it's obviously not in America. Yeah, but it could be... It's not describing, Ameri- it's not describing an American... But it could be England. Yeah, yeah any you guys other, said... Ameri- any, you guys are... Any other, describing any other America, actors I heard describing were America. British. No, I mean, these the are American things dream that is happen... Just like in, a, yeah. is, I mean, it's, it's a saying for America, but it's like just more of like a view of... I just mean like the... What your life is like going to be. You have kids, you have a house, right. you have a yard, you know, like it's just the basic what you would expect. Every house looks the same. You got your picket fences. Yeah. You raise a kid. That's what it says. You raise a kid to be released. And that and released in this world means die. dead. And that's so what everybody's view is. You die. raise kids and you die. And, and then you die. It's all cyclical. And like you say that all the time, right? It's like, okay. You, you're excited to graduate from school and then maybe you go to college, you graduate college, you get a job. All right. Now you get a house, you have kids, get married, you do all that and then you retire and then you die. Like it's just showing all of that. That's the dream, right? That's what everybody wants is like to hit those milestones and then you die and you had a fulfilling life, hopefully. And it's like they were trying to avoid the monotony of being just like everyone else, but then they couldn't avoid it. They ended up being just exactly like everybody else. Exactly. I don't, it wasn't that done very well. I mean, I got it. So it was done well enough. Like, yeah, I mean like the things, the things that hold it back is just, you know, more of, yeah, it could have been better. It could have been better. A little bit of acting. Like there's a lot of small things that add up. Like, not being this perfect, could have been great. Yeah, the overall is very good. Yeah, this could have been like great. It had way more. It had more potential to be better than what I gave it, but it was still good. Oh yeah. So, hence the score. Well, speaking of scores, you ready to rate this thing? Yeah. Jacob, three stars. Though I think it could go up. I'm Two. going up already. We already watched it. it. Hasn't been 24 hours. I'm bumping it up to a 3.5. I if I we was can, at three. I didn't know we could do that half. live on the show here. So if we it can just do it, happen live. So okay. do it. Three and a half also. Three and a half. Yeah, it brought it up to talking about it. Brought it up to me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two star. <laughs> we. I like it more. It wasn't about done it. well. The acting wasn't very good. 
I mean, you guys, well. you guys just give you guys give too much credit to ideas, not necessarily um, execution. It is like you guys are basing well. your story well. off of what it could have been. Not if it what was, it, it exe- was. No. if it well, was exactly executed it poorly, was. I wouldn't have gotten this. If out this of movie it. was what it could have been, it would be a nine or a ten. Yeah, it's, easily. It's not what it could have been. It's a six or a seven. I, yeah. I mean, it's not even an original idea. It's pretty. What's another movie like this? Yeah, you just said a bunch of a bunch of nuke Nuketown or like not not Nuketown Nuclear Family. It was basically like it's uh, a takedown of those. Yeah, takedown. Yeah, yes. it's saying that your life doesn't have to be like oh, this. Oh, I, I get what you're saying. It's not the yeah. portrayal it's showing of every it as sitcom. Like a literal limbo. Purgatory. Every family movie is is portrayed like like how as a happy ending is what this is being a commentary of. Yeah, like if this wanted to be a worse movie, it could have turned into her like when she was getting close with the kid like turned into oh it's a happy ending they all work it out together but it doesn't it still a just terrible goes terrible ending would have been the kid like her getting close to the kid and then the dad going like full jack nicholson and shining yep. that would have been terrible i thought that was gonna happen too like they started <laughs> when he was on top of her yeah when you're down I'm like oh he's gonna be the killer yeah the shining yeah and then he didn't so i'm like all right yeah good excuse me so I would definitely check it out. It's on. I mean, I bought this for ten bucks, so it's not something you have to rent at home for twenty dollars. You can buy it right now for ten dollars on Google Play. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch, in my opinion. If you want something that like scratches that itch of just this. Yeah. If you like high concept movies, yeah, you know, and you don't mind a lower budget, definitely check it out. Pretty bad acting. No. Imogen Poots was good, and that's that's half the movie. Was the only redeeming quality in yeah, terms of acting. Yeah, she's the main actress. She's the main, yeah. <laughs> really the only one with like I said, things like to do. But. Jesse Eisenberg didn't have like a t- really that much. Yeah. I mean. And you're supposed to feel disconnected to him at some point. That's why movie. he moves you're, off and is exactly. gone. Exactly. He sleeps in the hole. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's another part too there, how their marriage breaks down. Like a lot of Which people happens. end up, they end up sleeping in separate rooms, separate beds. That happens all the time. Yeah. I think it was a very realistic approach yeah. to the a lot of things thought like of a family. Like when you when you just get the whole thing, because people always talk about the, the good things, like these are miracle, blah blah blah, all this, and like that's maybe true, but like this is a more realistic view of like what happens a lot of times, right. like exactly. I just well, that know. was. I feel like the entire middle part of the movie was like very, there is a lull. I will admit there's, there's, there's a, a lull, lull in the middle. How, like but I feel like. Most of the movie was a lull. Oh no! But again, no, a lot because of that it's was just like it's like the next day, and you're like, oh, he's gonna go dig a hole again. Yep, he's gonna dig a hole again. Yeah, that's and like, the monotony. I of life. know what it, the the monotonous, but it was it was such a dull, boring middle. Well, like I said, it was a little bit too long. That's why it could have been like a nine or a ten, but it's not. Yeah, but yeah. three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's like most of the movies like very bland and dull. No, no. The full, like I said, there's a lot of things of that keep the it. There's a lot the of new things dull. that they do what? to keep yeah. it moving. Like the kid ages, they tr- they do multiple different things to try to advance the plot and say, "This is the new." You know, she you just is, said they try to advance the plot. Yeah, and they, and they oh, so I'm saying to show the passage of time to show different things happening. Like if they got there and like it was just them two, and they had to figure out how to get out the whole time for an hour and a half. That'd be that would have been very. That would have been way worse. Yeah. And even like which obviously doesn't go with the story. Like even the measuring anyway, the but. height, like you could see the pat. It's always been like a hundred days, right? Yeah. Like that was intentional. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Anything else that you guys have been watching? No, I've been watching like just junk. <laughs> I yeah. don't know why I'm like obsessed with it right now. Anything like, you want to throw out? 
So Let's I've been watching this, this, this thing out. I hate reality TV. Okay. I will say that right now. Like on a whole, I hate reality TV because it's not reality, right? Right. It's stupid. But there is this new show on Netflix that was recommended. Do you me. think reality shows are trying to do extremes and thinking that us as Americans are blah, 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 blah. Anyway. No. So we could do this whole conversation about reality shows. But too. the I feel like our points are made very well. But like it's so it's called Terrace House. Right. So apparently it's been like a big show in Japan for a while because they have multiple seasons already. But just Netflix bought it or something okay. or it has rights to it. Americanized it. Yeah. Well, no, they just had the rights to produce it. Oh, so the show was in It's Japanese? a Japanese show. Gotcha. It's, yeah. It's okay. one year old. Yeah. Hmm. Well, well, they have multiple seasons. So like. Crank them out. They take place at different parts. So basically, they have a house. This one's in Tokyo, this season, this season I'm watching. And they. So there's how many people? Like five, six people, three men, three women. And they all moved to this house called the Terrace House. It's in downtown Tokyo. They get cars too in their Jaguar. Like it's a nice house, super nice cars. But uh there's no script there's nothing and like the time passage of time they actually live there together but really you check in with them and then there's like these group of people talking about the actions that they're doing and that part's really funny their commentary it's not seasons it's different part it's yeah they live in different areas areas, and it's different characters too yeah so then it's just kind of following their lives. And like most of the time with like reality shows that are, you know, American reality shows, it's way over the top yelling, fighting, like which one are you watching? Tokyo. Okay. And this one's not, it's so much more subdued. And I think it's just the culture difference. Right. So like we're over the top, we're very energetic, but this is so real. Like, Maybe they like the same guy, but like one person would be like, you know, you go for it, you know, have fun. Like it's very chill, laid back, like no big fights, nothing. It's feels more like a I'm a big anime fan, too. So it feels like a slice of life, like where you're watching like a real it feels like actual reality. But they're all interesting, too. Like they're interesting to watch and their dynamics. But it feels like an actual reality TV show you're watching actual people just go on dates they actually have their own jobs and stuff that they go and do like every once in a while they have a date together so it's friends reality no because it's not there's no script there's nothing like it's i know not, but friends not is every like part of the time is super funny but you also get like real connections like whenever somebody leaves the house like people can leave they're not voted off it's not a game show they're just like okay i'm done with yeah, the terrorist house six they're like, I'm just done with the terrace house. You guys get by. They leave and they replace them with someone else in the house. And it's just daily life. And the, like, mm. it's really interesting because it's I've never seen anything like it. Right. Because it's nothing like our reality TV shows at all. Yeah. Where there has to be a hook. Yeah. There has to be some kind of game. Yeah. There has to be like <laughs> crazy sexual tension, like all this. There's none of that. Yeah. Like, it's very polite, like very real. And like they become close, like the guys become close friends when one if someone leaves they cry you know like they're so sad because they're leaving everybody misses them they cook together and eat meals together and like it's so different from anything i've seen before and i'm just addicted i'm almost done with the season already and i'm sad because i found out that i got delayed because of coronavirus because it's going on right now so it sounds like well, a, I was recommend say a bunch from of jacob them, i definitely recommend it I thought like, you just you just said like i've been watching it was something stupid 
He just said he doesn't like watching trashy reality. Yeah, no, but I like don't. earlier in our conversation, he goes, I've been watching this pretty trash show called Terrace House. No, I'm saying... Have you ever heard of it? Yeah. I'm surprised So I'm saying it's just a reality show. There's not like... But you like it. Yeah, but there's not... it's good. Yeah, there's not like... trash. <laughs> no, I'm saying there's not like in-depth like that it's not... There's no storyline. There's well, nothing that TV. goes into it. It's literal a slice of life versus like reality TV. Like, and But they're all interesting enough that you want to keep watching and find out what happens next. And the comment, the commentators, the group of people that comment on things that happen are hilarious. <laughs> They're so funny. Is I laughed English? out loud. No, it's Japanese. So you, you're reading and it's funny. Well, yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> well, there's just, that's the best way. Cause there is like terrace house. It's like there's one in Hawaii. Yeah. They're Japanese. So I didn't though. know if, if it always is Japanese. No, no or they're all Japanese. Well, for it's kind of a spoiler, I guess, but one guy in the show right now is Italian, but he speaks Japanese. So, oh, huh. so I didn't know if it was all in Japanese. It's or all in like, Japanese. Like if they go to Hawaii, one guy is an NBA player though who's Japanese. He's in an episode talking about it, or he's going to be in the. I was NBA. gonna say I don't think there is. Any he's Japanese a basketball thing. player. He's a giant. But I was trying to think of NBA. I don't think there is. Any I, Japanese I highly NBA recommend player. it if you guys like reality shows, or even if you don't and you want to see something that's different, like it. It will keep you interested for sure. Like it's so different. There's like 39 episodes. and everything. Yeah. And everything is like so calm, like versus like the high energy of like too much of like reality show. Like, no, it's just calm energy. Like they'll Oops. just talk to each other on dates and it'll be like this calm music that's in the background. Like it's just it literally feels like real life. Like at the first actual reality TV show that I've seen. Right. So I, I recommend it if you're interested in at all in reality TV shows, or slice of life. Watch it. All right. Well, there's literally only one thing I watched because I watched it while editing the podcast last time. So I, I, which you probably, it's probably why you didn't see me logging on Letterboxd either of you guys. But I rewatched the Beach Bum while editing the show last time. Oh yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I still love it, and I liked it a lot. It was on my yeah. top ten. Yeah, I still like it a lot, and I know it's, you know, not perfect or whatever, but it's it's one of those movies that. You can just throw on. You don't have to pay like 100% attention to. I mean, you'll get more if you do, obviously, but it's just, just one of those. And It's really well done. Yeah. Just like it a lot. I don't have much to say because like I said, I was editing the show during it, trying to watch both, trying to do both. But I think I said quite a bit about it during our yeah. earlier podcast. Yeah. It's definitely a Harmony Crin movie. So if you're not a fan of Harmony Crin, don't watch it. And uh, if you are, then do watch it. Yeah. Most no. people aren't. Because <laughs> um, all his reviews are pretty bad. Yeah, it's he's not a general audience guy. I mean, even even some movie buffs don't like Harmony Crin still. But I think there's the first I movie like I seen by him. Yeah. You need to watch Spring Breakers. You need to watch Spring Breakers. Oh, I I seen Spring. Oh, Breakers. Yeah. I love Spring Breakers exactly. too. I did not okay. like Spring Breakers. <laughs> then you like Harmony Crin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We need to watch Gummo. That's what we need to watch. Yeah. That's like one of his. Uh, it's supposed to be one of his better movies. But. Yeah, I loved Spring Breakers. Yeah. yeah, the weird. It's like a weird. That, that was one of the earlier movies that really started me in this whole like indie movie. Yeah, thing. Spring yeah. Breakers. Yeah, because you everybody went into that thinking it was gonna be one thing. Yeah, everybody went in thinking it was going to be one thing, and it was completely different. Which mm-hmm. is just, yeah, I that, love that. I was addicted to the style of it. Just Where like are Magic you reading Mike? these things that were supposed to be one of his better movies? Who told you that? Uh, people that eight, uh, basically user. people that like Harmony, like I said, a lot of people don't like Harmony Korean, but people that like Harmony Korean really, really like Gummo. And I just know that from reading reviews and listening. So to you haven't seen Gummo? Like I've never seen Gummo. Okay. I want it's from 19. Let's watch it. Yeah, let's do it. I'll do it. Anything for you? I know probably not. TV. Started watching Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. What do How you many think? episodes in? Yeah. 
I'm on the third. Third. Oh, okay. It's because they're pretty. Fantastic. I mean, they're like an hour long. Yeah, they're long. Forty-nine, fifty minutes. Whatever. They're fantastic. Yeah, I'm only on the third episode, but it doesn't. Yeah. It just gets. It's no, always I mean, good. Update yeah. us never, uh, season by season. Whenever you're finished with this, yeah, season, I've never been like against it. Just I've never yeah. had like. I'm actually, hours of time to. I'm, a little, I'm usually watching movies versus. Now that we're quarantined, to be fair, all I'm the a, time in the world. Yeah, I'm like a little bit like baffled by how many people haven't watched Breaking Bad. It's a very, very slow. I don't think so because I do the first two couple episodes are like I'm rewatching them and I've watched the first four, yeah. and this is still like but I can understand why I stopped. Like watching. even when it came out, it wasn't popular. It was popular when it came to Netflix, I believe. Uh, I believe it blew up. I heard when about you it like in it. 08. Yeah, I was watching it. I was watching it as it came out, but I think it really blew up once it was on Netflix. People well, it, it probably seems like that because by the time it came to Netflix, you were older, so everybody your age was watching it and talking about it. But who no, I've been watching it since season one. It was a pretty yeah. big show. Like, no, I've been watching it overall. since season one. I remember it being yeah. like super big around like four and five, probably like when it. I mean, when stuff in the show, obviously. See, that was during the binge happening. era started. Like, people started binging yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. it was still airing in all the way through. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, like, it was popular when it was still airing. Because it had I some feel of the like, highest, at the time, it had some of the highest ratings yeah. for the final season. I just like, feel like it really yeah. blew up once it got to stream. It's one of the highest rated TV shows it should ever. Be. If not the highest. It I don't should know. be. It has a, oh, no, higher. it's not number one. I just don't think you can be like, I don't think they really did anything wrong. I think the best thing they did is do it in five ep- five seasons. Like sometimes no, I mean, shows draw oh, themselves too long. out way yeah, too long. Sure. Wait like till Lost. You, you wait, were just talking about that yeah, yesterday. Yeah. But wait yeah. until you get to last season. You'll be like, wow. They really had this literally planned out. But they exactly. did. They did add on with El Camino, which I have not Which seen, was so. good. <laughs> I highly recommend it. The last it. episode you, is a 9.9 yeah. on Breaking Bad. It's perfect. Mixed, it is a perfect the last finale. Three, the last three episodes, yeah. 10... 9.7, 9.9. Well, you're going to have to take a break from watching that to watch Devs. Yeah, we have to watch we're, Devs. Yeah. We're, we it's, are it's, uh, last doing... episode just came out, Yeah, so we can binge them all now. We're doing our feature I'll review. probably start today. Next week is going to be Devs. We'll have our first TV series right. review. Review. What is it on? It's on Hulu. All right. It's Hulu, FX. Yep. But we'll do some oh, movies, yeah, I have too. FX. Well, it's FX on Hulu now. If I have FX now, then I don't have to see ads, I think. Never rarely, sometimes always. Oh yeah, I want to watch that. Okay, so that one I think should be one, and then oh, Lost Girls is a Lost movie. Lost Girls also. with Holly yeah. Flax. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, movies that we could um, buy or, or rent or stream right now that are 2020. But I think for now, Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, and Devs, we'll say are the two for sure. We'll talk about more. It'll be posted on the Instagram like usual, and we'll go from there. Maybe I'll watch. Uh, maybe Devs will make me. Finally watch more Alex oh, Garland films. Oh, Ex Machina. I have it. You can borrow it. You said never rarely, on, sometimes uh, always in Lost Girls? Uh, no, Devs for sure. Oh. And then maybe oh, Lost Girls. Cute. There's a couple other like Netflix things that have come out on 2020. So. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Mm-mm. All right. Uh, Email questions to SuddenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. Follow me at Letterboxd and Untapped at Letterboxd. <laughs> Letterboxd and Letter Untapped. Tapped. Letter Tapped and Unboxed. <laughs> at JSL517. That's JS as in Sam. AL517. Um, mine are both Untapped and Letterboxd. Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, give us a like. Give us a review. All those good things. Look at the picture of our mascot, Layla. Yep, our mascot Layla. She's not here. Dang it. Layla, where are you? 
Uh, logo done by DJ Mike Holiday on yep. all socials. Give him a follow. follow him. Give him some love during this trying time. I'm sure he could get you some dope art commissioned. Mm-hmm. He would love to do that right now. Probably. He has a lot of time to do it. Yep. <laughs> so stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Stay inside. Don't go uh, puke in Rite Aid parking yeah, lots. Yeah, please. And as always, cheers, guys. Stop your running about It's time you straighten right out Stop your running around Making trouble in the town Ah, Rudy A message to you, Rudy A message to you The beer. In the yeah. beer fridge. You're growing older each day. You want to think of your future. Or you might wind up in jail. Then you will suffer. Ah, Rudy. A message to you, Rudy. A message to you.